The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. Jesse sent son David to take his boys some things. David heard the soldiers say, have you seen the giant? David didn't fear it all because he had covenant rights. Covenant rights, covenant rights. Through the blood of Jesus, I have covenant rights. I am chasing giants, reigning in this life. Because I know and act upon my blood, my covenant rights. The man that kills the giant, the men went on to tell. The king will make his father's house free in Israel. And give his daughter to the man that rids him of this giant. David ran together stones to act on covenant rights. Covenant rights, covenant rights. Blood of Jesus, I have covenant rights. I am chasing giants, reigning in this life. Because I know and act upon my blood of covenant rights. said, just come ahead and I'll feed you to the fowls. David came in the name of the Lord of the host of Israel. The Lord will give you to our hands, regardless of your height. I may look like a boy, but my sling's no toy, and I know my covenant rights. Covenant rights, covenant rights. Through the blood of Jesus, I have covenant rights. I am chasing giants, reigning in this life, because I know and act upon my blood, my covenant rights. Goliath fell dead when David hit him in the forehead, the Philistines fled in fright. The Israelites ran after them, what a glorious sight. The ladies, they began to sing, telling of the fight. David won with a sling and a stone and a sword Just a boy with covenant rights Covenant rights Covenant rights Through the blood of Jesus I have covenant rights I am chasing giants Reigning in this life Because I know and act upon my blood But covenant rights Covenant rights Covenant rights Jesus, I have covenant rights. 
Hello, this is David Engels. You're listening to the Hour of Anointing. Peter and John were together. They were going to the temple for the Hour of Prayer. There was a lame man there by the gate. People, friends came and laid him by the gate. And uh, when he saw Peter and John, they were about to go into the temple. He was asking alms of them. And Peter said, uh, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the Bible says the man uh, rose up uh, as Peter took him by the hand. And he said he was he was leaping. He stood up and walked and entered into them, entered in with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. You know, there's something about this in the book of Leviticus. We read about it and we can study the law. Actually would never permit this man to enter Although he was an Israelite, he could go right up to the top of the stairs, but there he must stop because the law would not permit any deformed or imperfect man to enter. And uh, everything beyond this gate must have perfect soundness of life. And you know, there are. Uh, uh, this is a picture of people today. Uh, right near us is the doorway into soundness. Uh, Paul put it this way. Uh, for the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus or the Lordship of Jesus. And certainly he's referring to, I, I believe, primarily the new birth. But also, you know, along with when the word salvation comes into focus here, and it does in the Romans 10 verses 8, 9, and 10. The word salvation not only just means uh, the new birth of the human spirit, but it includes about eight other things, making about nine, nine connotations here into the word uh, to the word salvation. It includes certainly the new birth of the human spirit, what we call born again. It also salvation also embodies and includes physical healing. It embodies uh, deliverance from mental problems and heaviness. In other words, you can be free and clear and clean and and keen in the mental area, uh, preservation, soundness, welfare, help, prosperity, safety, and uh, that's about nine things there that's in all included in salvation. And you know, near us, it is so near to every one of us, soundness. And I'm talking to people today who don't know Jesus. I'm talking to people today who do know Jesus. If you don't know him, you can receive him today. He's not far from you. He's very near. Also, if you do know him, other things in your life that you have need of is very near to you. In fact, it's as near as in your mouth and in your heart. And uh, Paul wrote that, and he said it's, it's the word of faith. It means uh, the word of God. And certainly faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Uh, the door that leads into the place of worship, the place where men can serve God and live for him in perfect soundness, it's very near uh, to you today. Uh, here is the gauge of perfect faith. But because of our deformity, we were left outside. And, and, uh, and there are certain things that we haven't taken hold of yet. And there are many uh, who are really just glad to uh, live on the alms and say, well, someday I'll make it to heaven. But you know that you can have perfect soundness. You can receive your healing. You can receive your financial need met. You can receive uh, problems in your life, uh, 
solved uh, with relationships. Uh, it's a sad thing that many of us never go in and get God's best for our own lives, and we can. Uh, the only reason uh, that, that we don't do that is because we just haven't known. And, you know, we want to point to Jesus today. Uh, we don't want to talk about faith exactly at this particular point. We want to talk about the one uh, who is faithful. You know, the more you feel your pulse, the more you disturb your heart's pulsations. And the more that we stop to think if we're well or how we're getting along, the more morbid we become. But if we want uh, a person to believe, then we don't want to talk about faith. We want to talk about their lack of it. No, we want to talk about the object of faith, and that's Jesus. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw men to me. If I be lifted up. See, we need to talk about Christ. We must never tell someone to examine their faith, but we must just give them uh, Christ and lift up Christ. And we'll notice that uh, 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 Peter did not uh, uh, hold a, a, a damper on the facts about Christ, but he lifted up Christ. You know, men are saved not by the death of Christ, but through faith in him, that is Jesus who died. Men are not saved by the resurrection of Christ, but by him who arose. And because of this fact that he arose, I can say he is here, present right now. He's the same yesterday and today and forever. And Jesus is continuing to say, I am he that liveth and was dead. But behold, or look, observe, I am alive forevermore. Peter didn't talk about Christ as a teacher or a miracle worker or even a perfect human example. He said, he who died is glorified. That's what Peter said. And then Peter went on to offer one more thought. He spoke of Christ as the leader of life. In other words, he's the one in charge. Peter said in the 15th verse, you have killed the prince of life. That's out of uh, Acts 3. Uh, the meaning of this verse is that Christ is the leader of a file of men a leader of life, the prince of life. Peter is saying, my master is the leader of this file of men, the file leader of life. If I took a hundred men, lined them up in a single line, and then placed one man at the head, the head man would be known as the file leader. He would be a representative of all the rest. And in this verse, Peter calls Christ the prince of life. The revised version of the Bible calls, uh, puts it this way, the author of life. And then the Greek says, the file leader of life. What Peter is saying is that he does not lead cripples. He does not lead lame men, but he leads a file of life. If you'll fall in, and that's just a military term, fall in, that means to line up there. If you'll fall in and follow, you'll find that you will become one of the living ones. The lame man couldn't enter because of the law. Thank God Christ became the new and living way into the holy of holies. As if to say that when Christ arose from the dead, he began a march. And Peter and John and Mary and the early church, the martyrs fell in line. And all who fall in behind Christ find him the file leader of life, the perfect life. God can't see my lameness because I'm in Christ. So what Peter was saying that day was, Fall in, lame man and walker, impaired one. And I'm not talking about physical only. I'm talking about impaired through our thoughts. We're talking about Jesus today. And this is the cry of the Spirit today. Fall in behind the file leader with the living ones and follow this leader of life. And when Peter told this man at the gate, it struck a spark in his spirit. And uh, Peter reached down and looked at him and said, Man, uh, 
talking about this man. Uh, this man, through faith in the name of Jesus, it'll make you strong. And we're going to substitute here for just a second the, the word nature for the word name, for we understand nature a little bit better than we do the name. So Peter is saying, man, your nature is paralyzed, but his, Jesus' nature, is strong. And, you know, uh, the blind, the deaf, the, uh, uh, the dead were raised by this virtue out of Jesus. I tell you, rise and walk in the name of Jesus. That's what Peter said to the lame man. He said, the thing that I can give to you is something that maybe you hadn't been looking for, but really maybe you have been looking for it all the while, and you've been asking alms, but now it's the time to receive life, be healed, rise up and walk in the name of Jesus. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Oh